I want to invite you to join us for the first ever Bitcoin Business Owners Roundtable. On May 22nd, Paul D. Joe, co-founder and former COO at Mudwater, will be sharing about online marketing and using Bitcoin to accelerate your efforts. In addition to helping scale the well-known coffee alternative, Paul is also behind Casey Cattle's recent Bitcoin adoption that went viral on Twitter. After Paul shares, there'll be a live Q&A along with the time to share insights and network with fellow entrepreneurs. You can find a link in the show notes to sign up. Be sure you'll be able to say, I was there when your progeny asked you where you were for the first ever Bitcoin Business Owners Roundtable. Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedemann, and our guest today is Nate Castillo, who's the founder and CEO of Lucent Labs. One of the things that Lucent Labs does is help businesses with something called Bitcoin operations or BitOps. We're going to get into some details on that today, as well as how Lucent Labs customers can innovate using Bitcoin. That said, before we get to today's interview, I want to share with you about Boise Bitcoiners for this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight. Boise is known as the city of trees, but did you know that it's also the city of Bitcoin? Now, you may be thinking that's a bold claim, but it's one they're willing to make and I respect them for it. Established in 2021, Boise Bitcoiners was formed to help Bitcoiners connect and network with each other in person. Whether you're looking to make friends who understand Bitcoin or you want to start a Bitcoin business, Boise Bitcoiners is the place to be. To find out more about the next meetup time and location, follow them on Twitter at Boise Bitcoiners. Their Twitter is listed below, along with a list of other local Bitcoin meetups across the United States, in case you happen to not be listening from Boise right now. To find a meetup in your area, click through to the list, look for your state, and find the city closest to you. There you'll find the best person to get in contact with for more information. Now, we're going to get to our interview with Nate right after this. Business owners, unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with the Bitcoin for Business Quick Start Guide. This 27-page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. Nate, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Josh. Glad to be here, man. So I'd like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives. Are you ready for these? Yeah, let's do it, man. When and how did you first learn about Bitcoin? Yeah, no, the, the, the question that you hear almost at every Bitcoin meetup and anyone you meet in Bitcoin is like, when did you first hear about it? So for me, um, I had just been, you know, graduated out of college in, you know, 2012, starting my career and uh, my dad had worked in tech. So I actually heard about it from my dad about Bitcoin. He had, you know, you know, heard about it through his, his network and had bought some and, you know, I said, hmm, that's interesting. And then I happened to have a friend around like within the month of, you know, that conversation with my dad um, who quit his job um, at an insurance company and went and, you know, was a part of the founding team of a Bitcoin ATM company. So I was like, okay, clearly if he's jumping in, you know, there's something to this. So for me, you know, it took a little bit longer. I, I didn't go full-time Bitcoin until, you know, recently, but that's when I first, uh, you know, heard about it. Right. Um, back in 2013. What's an insight or fact about Bitcoin you wish everyone understood? I like this question because the way I wanted to kind of, you know, react you know, to it is that like obviously in Bitcoin, what brings most people in is the price action, the speculative, you know, element to the asset class to begin with. But, 
you know, sure, Bitcoin's great for your business, it's great for your portfolio, but it really is a humanitarian tool. And that's what I try and stress to some of the people we work with. It raises the tide for your fellow man, is the way I view, view like a Bitcoinized world. And so just from a Western perspective, we can really fall into this really privileged view of Bitcoin, um, where someone from another part of the world you know, that isn't in the U.S. may have a completely different experience. So I like referencing Alex Gladstein's work at the HRF and, you know, his book on check your financial privilege. I think it's just high signal for what Bitcoin actually is to everyone, not just, you know, business operators. What's the Bitcoin resource you most recommend to other people? No, good one. So I got I got two for you, like for the just this normal Bitcoiner, you know, looking to get in the space, you know, the best tool I recommend you know, as your local Bitcoin meetups, your bit devs, your lightning devs. And if you don't have a community where you're at, like that's an opportunity for you to go, you know, wherever that may be, right? And start your own meetup. Cause there's a community of people, you know, popping up literally in every major metro area. And someone can either drive or find, you know, a place in the US to to sync up with Bitcoiners. And that's getting face to face. Like those are the best learning opportunities that you can find, you can watch as many YouTube videos and all that as you want, but that's where relationships are built. The second one is like maybe for more someone interested in the technical protocol. Like I've been referencing a lot, the the book Mastering Bitcoin by Andreas Antonopoulos. It's a, you know, starts pretty high level. So anyone can kind of pick it up, but to then go into the weeds on what what is Bitcoin core? What are bits? What are these things that we hear um, all the developers talking about and get really excited about and what does that mean for Bitcoin, right? So that's a great tool for those that want to kind of get in the weeds, you know, a bit more. So beyond Bitcoin, what is a resource or an idea that's been valuable to you or your business recently? I know you're starting up a, a new business with Lucent Labs. I'm kind of curious, what's what's something that's been uh, valuable to you recently? Yeah, no, I so I, I'm getting tons of different tools and recommendations on, you know, productivity. And I'm constantly trying different, you know, wallets and things like that. But outside of Bitcoin, two really valuable ones. So I've been having a lot of conversations with, you know, non-Bitcoiners, right? And so one resource I've been using a lot lately is these flashcards called Tongue Tied. It's, they're made by Josh mm. Braun, who's, a, you know, kind of like a sales coach. But he goes through all the common objections and just like strategies and ways to diffuse those. And you can make them, you know, really you know, consumable and memorize them through his flashcards. So those have been really good. And then ghost IO for web publishing is like such an underrated tool. Um, a lot of people use Substack, but we have our, you know, weekly newsletter now and ghost just makes it super, uh, easy for a kind of web native. That's, you know, a little bit more decentralized than some of these other services too. So ghost.io, for web publishing would be the second one. And now we have our final, what we call arbitrary but insightful question, and is this, as a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not? So, I, yeah, I like why to ask why not. I just think it's it sounds more you know optimistic, and I think you're just gonna get a more thoughtful response where it's like asking why is, it's a little more surface level. Uh, you can't go, you, you know, people, you know, can kind of just not really think through the response of that one. So I like asking why not. 
Meet Linkster, your premier Bitcoin-focused advisor. Linkster caters to businesses, institutions, family offices, and high net worth individuals. They merge your unique financial goals and needs with Linkster's Bitcoin expertise to craft your own sustainable plan to preserve and grow the value of your hard-earned profits and retained earnings. At Linkster, it's not just advice. It's tailored execution. Connect directly with the founder by visiting Linkster.com. That's L-Y-N-C-S-T-E-R. Linkster, secure your future with Bitcoin. Today's episode of Business Bitcoinization is proudly brought to you by Vellus Commerce, where the future of business technology meets Bitcoin. As we journey through the era of Bitcoin and its transformational impact on businesses, there's one name that stands out. Vellus Commerce. Whether you're looking to build a cutting-edge website, a seamless mobile app, or custom software, Vellus is your go-to team. They've been diving deep into the world of Bitcoin since 2014, making them one of the most experienced groups for integrating Bitcoin and Lightning payments into a variety of digital platforms. But here's what truly sets them apart. Vellus Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Vellus Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future-proof your business in the coming age of hyper-Bitcoinization, head over to VellusCommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at Vellus Commerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. Well, Nate, we're here today to talk about your new venture, Lucent Labs. I know you've had quite uh, the the background in, in tech. Chart for us a little bit about your journey to Lucent Labs and the need it's filling yeah. in businesses. Yeah. So for, for me, um, and just so people know, Lucent Labs was founded um, in January of this year. So we've had about a quarter um, almost our second quarter of operating, um, you know, in, in the books today. And so for me, what I saw kind of predating that was like, I needed to get involved, you know, in Bitcoin and had, you know, already invested, you know, heavily, you know, in the community and researching, you know, around Bitcoin mining and, you know, the application stack with lightning. So I just saw, you know, the opportunity of this economy and getting involved you know, to have like, a great, you know, potential future for the world. And, you know, with that had to get involved. And so with my skills, you know, in enterprise IT over the last, you know, eight years working with SaaS companies and cloud companies and kind of understanding, you know, how these companies build at scale and how businesses, specifically large enterprise, like to consume and deploy technology with a strategic kind of review and, you know, their process. So, Understanding, you know, that whole environment, like I just saw there was a, a gap in helping companies educate themselves and their people, you know, extremely fast on a Bitcoin standard. So we have, you know, our Bitcoin operations and edu- premium educational content, you know, that we're issuing out some of it, you know, for free. And then we have, you know, our research, our lab, you know, facility for customers that want to like try stuff out or see how a Bitcoin miner works and like just kick it on. Like we have all that stuff you know, in-house ready to go to be deployed for, for just purely test, you know, in their own environments. And then, um, we saw like based on all the people we've been helping. So we've, we've helped several businesses now officially turn on lightning payments. And so through that effort, we saw there was just like a huge need in creating, you know, some of that, you know, infrastructure with an easy onboarding experience. So we're looking at the lightning free open source community and what tools are available there and developing our own tools 
to make that, you know, even more uh, robust for, for the enterprise, right? And so that's, that's kind of where Lucent Labs came in and that's, you know, where our vision is for the company, um, you know, at this point in time. So a couple a couple questions here. First of all, I know you're Austin based, and Austin is kind of the place to be if you're looking to do anything Bitcoin. There's just such a great community there. A lot of your customers, I assume, will be coming from Austin at least at first. Do you work with people outside, or are you primarily working in that general area? Yeah, no, I think the whole thought process and and being focused in Austin was just the the, the great community that exists. You know, in Austin, the concentration of Bitcoiners and looking to be, you know, a part of that community, leaning on that community and help grow, you know, that community. So the Austin Bitcoin Club and Pleb Lab and all those guys have done a great job and the BitDevs team, you know, building the, those meetups, like they have done a great job laying the foundation. And and so there's just a great critical mass here, you know, of Bitcoiners. And so that, you know, has an impact, not just on small business, but creates a lot of noise in the market. But we have had, you know, customers, you know, reach out from California, Seattle, New York, and Miami, right? And all these different places looking to, you know, understand Bitcoin, not just like crypto, um, you know, altogether. So that's, that's kind of why Austin and, and to answer your questions, like, yeah, we're focused primarily on, you know, Austin based businesses, but also um, this is something for the world. We want to create products for the world. And so we have a number of business owners uh, listening to this podcast. It's kind of the focus of the show. What types of people who are listening to this right now should be thinking about whether or not Lucent Labs would be a good fit for them? Yeah, no, I, I just think anyone that's looking to go, you know, on a, on a journey and, and innovate safely, right? I think there's a lot of, um, you know, emphasis on using, you know, free open source tools and bootstrapping and, and getting all that done. And that's, that's great, you know, if you're a very cost conscious business, but if you have a certain, you know, compliance or risk tolerance level, you know, as a business and you're, you're dealing with some, some size or global operations, right? It's, it's a lot more than that, right? So you need to manage, you know, you need to deploy a strategy and, you know, measure and, and maintain accountability. And so at the end of the day, you know, you turn on Bitcoin, but like what, what business value are we drawing from that, you know, investment of time and resources or capital, right? And so the ideal, you know, customer for us is someone who's curious about Bitcoin, wants to, to learn more and, and needs that, you know, that help, you know, along the way, um, as well as, you know, those people that just want to use some of our free, you know, educational content, our premium content and just go off and build their own. Like we, we want it for, for all people, right? So um, that's kind of, you know, who it would be for. And so a lot of people, you know, the first step for a lot of businesses is going to be accepting Bitcoin in your business. Is that a key part of what you're doing? Or maybe if it is, what would be the next steps as well? Taking businesses from some of the basics to something a little bit more in depth. Really the easiest place from our experience to start, and you'll hear this, you know, from many is, is to spin up Bitcoin payments because it is, you know, so easy to just spin up, you know, non-custodial wallet and, and get access. The problem, you know, at, past a certain point and for a certain, you know, type of company that's, you know, operating with millions of dollars and in, in, in trying to move, you know, larger forms of money is just like, you know, some of those tools, you know, won't provide the reporting and some of these other things that, you know, you might need, you know, to maintain compliance and some of those other things. So we, um, you know, based on the customer's, you know, current experience level, their current capabilities, we assess kind of where they're at 
and how they'd like us to augment, you know, their team. And our whole goal is to be an extension, you know, in their normal operational cadence, you know, for their company. Right. So for us, um, you know, it could be really hands off and creating, you know, a, a strategy, doing some education or like a workshop, or it could be, you know, full concierge where we're helping them spin up, you know, light, a lightning node, <laughs> you know, on their own infrastructure in their data center or with a service provider like Voltage, you know, and then from there, you know, how do we create our own Bitcoin pay server, right? And then how do we integrate that across our stack internally with our, you know, current tools and legacy applications we've deployed to our service our customers, right? So there's so much opportunity, you know, just in getting that free, you know, free software deployed and open source software deployed, but then integrating it, you know, across the stack to create a better experience for customers. You know, at the end of the day, it, it becomes a no brainer, especially when you look at, you know, businesses doing a lot of transaction volume with credit cards or micro transactions and e-commerce, right? One of the challenges is, is fraud and counterparty risk, right? Well, Bitcoin settles instantly and directly to the customer. And it has an impassioned community of millennials and Gen Z that want to get behind brands that embody these, these same things. So those network effects, um, you know, can be leveraged, you know, to increase brand value. But, you know, at the end of the day, it, it all increases Bitcoin. And that's what we care about most, accelerating hyper Bitcoinization. So I want to get to some of your proprietary framework could you share with us a little bit about Bitcoin operations or BitOps? Yeah. And also, maybe we can get into some of the operating principles after this. But, but share some of the things that, that Lucent Labs is creating to help businesses on that operations level. Yeah, yeah. So we're uh, releasing this week our Bitcoin Operators Manifesto. So that'll be a free resource for anyone that's curious you know, about Bitcoin operations and what we're talking about here at Lucent Labs in our uh, kind of operating philosophy. But Bitcoin operations is an operating framework that helps companies harness Bitcoin's economics, but also those network effects I was just referencing, right? So how do we create sustained value growth from a Bitcoin strategy, you know, over the long term? That's what we're kind of focused on and partnering with our clients on. And so as BitOps practitioners, you know, we need to look at leveraging Bitcoin economics. So what is that, right? What is Bitcoin economics? Like when, you know, anyone comes into a business, we want to understand, you know, what is actual value for a company, you know, and that is a subjective thing. So that kind of gets into our first operating principle as understanding as Bitcoin operators that value is subjective. So whoever you're talking to, whether it's a business or a business owner or a decision maker within a business, they have a certain, you know, certain marching orders that they need to go follow and focus on. So, you know, that may be valuable to them. It may be operating revenue. It may be growth. It may be gross profit, you know, per employee. And you can kind of figure out based on a company, you know, whether at in their stage and maturity level, what is valuable to them. So once you understand that, you can set some KPIs that are like your North Star metrics and benchmark those things against, you know, Bitcoin economics. So is, are those investments you know, that are going to drive value for a company going to outperform Bitcoin, you know, on our balance sheet or investing in Bitcoin payments or Bitcoin mining, right? <laughs> Those are things that you need to focus on as a Bitcoin operator. So that's why, you know, it's important to understand value is subjective. And so the second Bitcoin operating principle is uh, decentralized ownership, right? So once you've made that decision as a company 
to embrace the Bitcoin standard, that's great that leadership you know, embraced it. But how do we get bottom-up ownership and acceptance of, of everyone's role in this? Because the, the reality is when you deploy this strategy, Bitcoin operations, like at the end of the day, it affects, it affects every department within the business, right? From marketing, you know, to finance, to IT, to security operations, right? Everyone needs to play their part and take ownership of that role. And I think as leaders, you know, trusting your people and your managers to do that and enabling them with, you know, resources on their own Bitcoin journey, right? So that's decentralized ownership, in my opinion. And it's something I kind of take from uh, Jaka Willink, right? He talks about decentralized command, you know, and his, you know, operating principles. But for us, it's decentralized ownership of those outcomes. And then number three in our framework is just leveraging, you know, Bitcoin economics, as I mentioned, in the free open source software. There's just so much value you can get, you know, right out the gate and turning on payments. But then as you get more sophisticated, you know, integrating it across your stack or creating your own Bitcoin, you know, products and services. You know, I think with folks like Oshi, right, the Oshi app doing rewards for small businesses. That's really creative. And I'd like to see that scale up, you know, across big box retailers at some point. That'd be awesome, right? To see the enterprise embrace uh, sats back. And most importantly, like this is all about community, like your Bitcoin strategy, you know, and this gets into the fourth principle. Like if you're not leaning on your community of, you know, passionate Bitcoiners and participating in that community, it's, it's going to be really tough for your strategy to be successful. Even if you're you know, just a normal fiat company looking to put some Bitcoin on your balance sheet, you're better off you know, interacting with that community so you get exposed to you know, all these ideas and then people will help you, right? People will aggregate you know, at your storefronts and support your businesses when you're doing things on social media or online or in a retail brick and mortar setting, right? So Bitcoiners galvanize, but you need to invest in that community um, and then last, certainly not least, like I'm not as, I'm not like Michael Saylor who says never sell your Bitcoin, right? But number five for us is avoid selling your Bitcoin at all costs. So what that means is not putting yourself in a position where you're a forced seller <laughs> of Bitcoin. So that's doing the proper risk analysis, maintaining your fiduciary responsibilities as an operator and not taking on too much risk, you know, for your, for your company. Bitcoin you know, is great, but let's, if you're just starting out, start small, turn on Bitcoin, you know, payments via lightning and, and some of these open source applications like, you know, open node or Ibex and, you know, you can start getting some of that value. But if you're, you know, going to go, go in big guns, right? What does Matt O'Dell say? Stay humble, man. <laughs> like, you know, people have gotten wrecked you know, so many times in Bitcoin and I would hate to see, you know, anyone, you know, be a forced seller of the Bitcoin. So avoid those situations, you know, at all costs. And, and we try and, you know, help, help our customers get in the weeds, you know, and some of that to manage risk. But, um, those are the five principles. And again, you'll see this as well as some, you know, a full write-up of the whole framework, um, in our Bitcoin operators manifesto. And then we'll have our, our weekly, you know, newsletter that we'll be publishing on Ghost called the BitOps Report. You know, we're really looking to grow, you know, the Bitcoin community. Um, 
because at the end of the day, this is this is a movement, not just something to enrich your bottom line. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll talk about this at the very end as well. But where can people go to pick up that manifesto? Yeah, you can find it on our website. We'll have it on the homepage. Um, you can also you know, have a button uh, right below it to subscribe to the BitOps report that'll be you know coming out um, you know, on a weekly basis. So um, look at our website and then uh, we'll also have it out on social media and you know, available on PDF and stuff for, for free. Great. Now, a few questions kind of came up as you were talking. First of all, you used the term Bitcoin operator. Is that basically just anyone who is operating with the intention of accumulating Bitcoin as opposed to fiat money yeah. or people who, who follow these principles? How would you define a Bitcoin operator? Yeah, so a Bitcoin operator, great question. So we have this concept in, in Bitcoin as the Bitcoiner, right? And that can mean someone who holds Bitcoin, someone who's personally invested in Bitcoin, and I just felt like there's a whole nother cohort of Bitcoiner, right, that has made Bitcoin, you know, a part of their career, their <laughs> lifestyle and pursue Bitcoin full time, right? As, a, you know, either an employee of a Bitcoin company or a founder of their own Bitcoin company. And so a Bitcoin operator are those people that are looking to not only, you know, monetize on the network effects of Bitcoin, but, you know, people that embrace the Bitcoin standard philosophy, the economics and the monetary technology stack, right? So to me, that's a Bitcoin operator and that Bitcoin operations manifesto is specifically to help Bitcoiners become Bitcoin operators or business owners who aren't Bitcoin operators yet or Bitcoiners, but want to be. And so you just brought up another term that I was planning on bringing up next, which is the Bitcoin standard. And yeah. obviously, Saifedean Amusi has the book called the Bitcoin standard. But how would you summarize what the Bitcoin standard is? Look, yeah, like I think the, the way I look at, you know, the Bitcoin standard from a business, you know, kind of operators context is there's four, really four buckets or four ways that Bitcoin is transforming business today. Right. And so um, you know, from my standpoint, the first is, you know, Bitcoin payments, Bitcoin, you know, as a digital treasury reserve, Bitcoin hardening energy infrastructure with mining, right? And the fourth is, you know, as a base of innovation, right? So lightning and layer two protocols, right? And so, you know, understanding those concepts and applying them to your business is ways, various ways of adopting Bitcoin standard, not doing all of them, but like, finding those strategies that make sense for your business, right? To implement one of four or a, a few of those strategies, right? Depending on where you're at. So there, there's, you know, that way of operating on a Bitcoin standard and you're ultimately tracking, you know, how much Bitcoin in using Bitcoin metrics, right? And stacking as many sats as you can as a business, right? And so that becomes a, a whole different framework of viewing business value, right? Whereas someone who may be more, you know, short-term focused, on quarterly revenues or monthly revenues, what they call ARR, right? Or uh, MRR. And then, you know, ac actual annualized contract value, right? If you're a SaaS company, that's what you care about or that's what's value to you. But from a Bitcoiner that's looking, or Bitcoin operator looking to adopt a Bitcoin standard, right? You, you need to look at the strategies available today and, you know, also stay <laughs> attuned to what, what else is coming because we're not done innovating yet. You know, being here in Austin is great to see all these projects, you know, at an early stage from germination, right? All the way to fully fledged funded, um, you know, business. It's, you know, it, it's happening at such a velocity now <laughs> that you can't just help, even in a bear market, see all the innovation that's 
that's on its way. And maybe especially in a bear market, because people who are really moving and working to build things, they're the ones who keep on um, posting and keeping conversations going when everyone else is not interested in talking about Bitcoin because it's going down or sideways as opposed to going up. So right. I feel like that's that's a great time to really find out what is being built when all the other noise is stripped away. Completely agree. So there are two more things I want to ask you about, and one of them you kind of alluded to a second ago, and that is additional things you can do in addition to payments. You talked about other integrations beyond payments. You mentioned Oshi. We're a big fan of Oshi on this show. That's a way to help your customers get paid back in sats whenever they make a purchase. Instead of a discount, they get sats back. So what are some additional things either that you're aware of right now or things you see coming down the pike that could be another helpful integration for a business? Yeah, I would. Um, one thing I, I like to stress you know, with some businesses, it, like there's there's been a reliance, especially like when you see with how MicroStrategies deployed, you know, capital and, and the partners they've selected on how they handle custody, right? And so I just think there's a whole wave of solutions um, coming on Lightning that are non-custodial that are going to make, you know, business, you know, even better, right? So, <laughs> or making operating on a Bitcoin standard for businesses even easier at the end of the day. So like mm-hmm. um, I'm excited about projects like Galoi, um, Zaprite, right? Like I love what I'm seeing out of those guys because they're really looking at, you know, tra- the traditional finance, you know, application stack with QuickBooks, you know, as a standard or, or Stripe, right? And some of these, you know, fiat based, you know, companies. Whereas Bitcoin's kind of building you know, that whole suite of applications to make, you know, freelancers, you know, able to invoice with ease and get their financial reporting that they need, you know, to maintain their business, right? And as well as small businesses. So that's ZapRite. And so for me, it's just like looking at all those new creative use cases to create, you know, fiat companies, right? And convert them into Bitcoin companies. But also these are all new, brand new Bitcoin companies, with new use cases unlocking new ways of, mm-hmm. you know, operating and, you know, getting funding even with like the Pleb Lab Accelerator that's out here. Um, you know, there, there's, you know, so much potential opportunity just in that space. And so that's where we really, you know, focus on. That's what kind of drives us being here in Austin is because it's at the center of all that. It's the what we call the Bitcoin Mecca. And, and fi- final question. This yeah. is maybe also a chance for you to once again uh, tease the manifesto before we finish up today. You talked about decentralized ownership. Could you just talk a little bit more about what you mean by that? And once again, uh, tease the manifesto and then we'll, we'll wrap up today's conversation. Yeah. So just to circle back on decentralized ownership, right? So, you know, a lot of Um, you know, and this kind of comes from my experience in enterprise technology, like you'd see an executive team for a company come in and drop the hammer and go top down on a decision to adopt a certain technology. And it, it, it's just not successful. It doesn't matter if it's the best of breed technology that you're deploying in your company, if the whole company isn't embracing (laughs) this. So decentralized ownership, you know, recognizes, Hey, as a leader, I need to uh, you know, give a little trust to my team uh, and let them operate, you know, independently and, and drive to those, you know, outcomes. Not that like I need to, you know, completely ignore them. You need to set KPIs and maintain accountability. But as soon as you get your employees, you know, embracing, you know, the Bitcoin standard, holding, you know, Bitcoin for themselves, getting your vendors, you know, orange pilled and paying your vendors, then you're creating a true circular economy. And I'll give one example. There's a local steakhouse here 
um, called Three Forks Austin, right? It's a prime steakhouse. And they turned on Bitcoin payments and they partnered with Oshi, right? And so as Bitcoiners, you know, we had about 40 Bitcoiners there for, you know, Friday night dinner and all of us paid, you know, in sats. So he sees the benefit, not just from a customer base, but then, you know, what did we do? We went and, you know, issued tips to his staff and had them download Moon Wallet or, you know, some of these other wallets and we're giving them tips and sats, right? So as Bitcoiners, as we're going around, um, you know, it's cool to see not only the management team see, you know, the impact on the, the business, but then, you know, the steakhouse also having its staff being paid in Bitcoin, right? And accepting Bitcoin, you know, as payroll. And then also looking at even, you know, paying some suppliers, local ranchers, right? Who source their beef. Mm-hmm. And we've been hearing about the beef initiative, right? So it's like seeing all that kind of come together in Austin naturally without like some, you know, strategic central figure, like, you know, mandating anything, right? It, it's all organic. It's all grassroots. It's that's what decentralized ownership is, right? And so if you really want your strategy to take off, like, you know, get your people a copy of the Bitcoin standard, <laughs> have a book club, you know, as a company and engage in discussions and, you know, try and build your team so that they see this vision for the future too and share in that, right? And so that's what decentralized ownership kind of means to us. And it's more than just, uh, you know, like, hey, go... Go, go fix the problem. It's no, it's like, let's all buy in on the mission together and let's decentralize ownership of our roles, you know, within the company to get that done. So one more time, share with people where they can go to get the manifesto and then we'll sign off today. Yeah. So the Bitcoin operators manifesto, you can go to lucentlabs.co. Um, you can also see it on our, you know, Twitter feed. We'll have it pinned, you know, to the top of our feed, but um, yeah, lucentlabs.co. All right, Nate, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Josh. All right, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out, our email is info at bizbitshow.com. Also, if you haven't done so yet, go ahead and scroll on down to the show notes. There you'll find ways to connect with me and our guest, as well as our excellent sponsors who can help you succeed in your life and in your business. Keep building, keep growing, and until next time, keep living and leading well. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, thank you. If you want to take a further step in your support for the show, you can help us grow by listening on Fountain, a value-for-value podcast app on iOS or Android. If you hear something you like that you disagree with or anything else, you can share it by sending some sats and adding a comment with your thoughts. Some of you have already done this, and I appreciate it. I'm going to begin reading your boosts on upcoming episodes, so if you have some insight or value to add, let the people know. Getting started with Fountain is easy. You can add Bitcoin to your Fountain wallet by using your fiat accounts or any lightning wallet and one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app you can earn sats just by listening on fountain check out the link in the show notes to get started with fountain today